my name is John, and this is my good buddy Andy, and you're listening to the Packers Blitz Podcast, the podcast done by two diehard Packer fans who survived the dark times of the 1980s Packers football and lived to talk about it. This podcast is dedicated to the world's greatest fans, Packer fans. All right, Andy, take it away, buddy. Ugh. Yes, Ugg. Here we go. That's really all I have to Whoa. say tonight. <laughs> That's it. We're out of hey, here. Packers, fans, everything. Hey, all we have to say tonight is Ugg. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we're going to start off tonight, uh, John, with a brand new segment. Ta-da! And that brand new segment <laughs> is titled, it's titled, John, Packers Blitz yeah. fans, Packer fans out there, football fans. It's titled, Very Interesting. Nice. So like, like Ask Andy, that's another nice. segment that John, John and I do quite often. Uh, yes, this is, is a new section, brand new section of Packers Blitz that delves into the world of the NFL. And how the Packers fit into that. Okay. And along the way, we'll discuss some very interesting facts to go with it. So that's basically kind of the theme of, of the section. Uh, John, did that sound good? Did you kind of understand what we're... Okay, that's what I we're doing. love it, yes. So, um, so the first one, very I call this very interesting uh, 1.0. Uh, yesterday, according to Jay Glazer from Fox Sports, he's kind of like that chubby dude that's bald. Yeah, but he's, uh, that's but on he's the broadcasts all the time. He's well, he is, he is, but he looks ch- stocky. Uh, he looks chubby. He's stocky. I'm sure he is ripped. I, I you know, I don't want to see him with his, yes, you know, clothes off. You don't want to mess with wait, him. Uh, we're gonna yeah. go on from there. But according to Jay yeah. Glazer, uh, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator Sean Desai. I believe that's how you pronounce it, was stripped of his duties in favor of Matt Patricia. Uh, The Eagles actually, John, are playing right now against the Seahawks in Seattle. They're upset about nothing, by the way. So they actually have somebody else, Mm. you know, um, calling the uh, play calls for the defense, and that would be Matt Patricia. Uh, He actually used to be the Detroit Detroit Lions uh, football coach, head coach, right? coach. Or. That too, <laughs> and re- most recently with the uh, New England Patriots, I think he was their offensive coordinator last he year. He was their offense, and yeah, that went offense. horribly, horrible, <laughs> horribly. Okay, uh, so the Eagles had lost two straight, two straight games, just like the Packers, where the D allowed the defense allowed a total of seventy-five points. In their uh, in those two games, the team, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, made a change. Isn't that enlightening, John? <laughs> they made a change. Mm. Yeah, uh, very in interesting. One, yeah, in one stretch during those two games, the Eagles allowed scores on ten straight possessions, <laughs> oh nine God. touchdowns, and a field goal. Uh, that's a quote that I took from that article. Yep. Uh, so that's a direct quote from them. Don't want to get sued. 
Uh, even against the Bills on November 26th, a game that the Eagles won 37-34 in overtime, their defense gave up 505 yards. Woo! Logically, the Eagles made a change. A league mm. source said that Desai is still defensive coordinator. However, mm. it's in name only. Desai is only observing, in quotes, the game today against the Suckhawks from the press box while Patricia will be on the sideline calling defensive plays. Probably with that pencil behind his, his ear. That's right, behind his stupid hat, yeah. Yeah, okay. Hat, yeah, hat on backwards or whatever he does. Yeah, it uh, looks like a contractor measuring my cabinet. <laughs> like, shut exactly. up. Exactly. Yeah, that's a really good analogy. That's that's perfect. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Thank thanks for adding that. Uh, now, Packer, Packers Blitz fans, uh, football fans, uh, the – the uh, Eagles are ten and three, mm. uh, ten and three. Yet mm-hmm. a a well run organization and an excellent uh, head coach Nick Sirianni doesn't put up with ineptitude. Mm-hmm. Huh. Very interesting. The Packers' defense has sucked the entire year against the run. Let uh, the New York Giants uh, quarterback Tommy DeVito run all over them, and now let type uh, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers quarterback Baker <sighs> Mayfield throw all over the field against them. Yet, yeah. defensive coordinator Joe Barry is not held accountable. Head mm-hmm. coach Matt Lafleur is not making a change. Maybe, just maybe, the Packers organization needs to take a playbook play out of the playbook of a well-run organization like the Eagles and make a change. John, any comment on that? That's the, the first very interesting 1.0. We're about to go to 2.0. Yeah. Any comment on what I just said? Yeah. So really quick comment. Um, I always use the clown horn there because Matt uh, floor is being a clown, but <laughs> really quickly. So after the emotion set in uh, uh, after the game and I was with my at work today, we had a Joe Barry watch when he was going to get fired. Whoever found out first, will let everybody in, in the building know who are Packer fans and stuff. And it, and me and these two other people on my team who are huge Packer fans who listen to the show. Uh, one you. of the things is, thank you. Uh, one of the things is, we just waited every day. We were looking at our phones and meetings and stuff like that. And then at the end of the day, someone used some, well, colorful language uh, to show that Joe Barry is still here. And yeah. everyone got mad and everybody flipped out. And it was funny. On my drive home, I'm listening to other people and they're explaining why it happened and whatever. Because remember, first thing is, we're not going to fix the defense in three games. Let's be honest, right? Are you going to fix the defense in three games? You're not. It's so bad against the rush and now against the pass for whatever reason. How do you fix that? Right? That that's mm-hmm. a tough one. Okay. But exactly what the Eagles said, what exactly did you say with the Eagles? I said in my car. I was like, this must be some weird thing we got, Andy, being friends so long. So I thought to myself, why don't you do this? Joe Barry 
does his game plan for Carolina. By the way, we're going to make Bryce Young look like Steve Young. I'll guarantee you that. <laughs> and anyway, why doesn't he do a game plan, right? Puts a game plan together. And then he goes to Matt LaFleur and says, here's my game plan. Okay. Matt LaFleur then gives it to the captains of the defense and says, hey, guys, look through this game plan. What do you guys think? And everyone gets together and tries to figure it out. The other thing you could do is hire a consultant, a guy like Mike Zimmer's out there. Um, there's some other coaches out there. I hate to say Rex Ryan, whatever. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. There's some defensive coaches out there who could be consultants, who could look through the game plan, and you could share the tape with them, and they could be like, at the end of the whatever, a couple of days, and go, hey, this looks great. If these guys on the field still have to execute it, you, you should be fine. But I'm guaranteeing you right now <laughs> that some consultant or whoever's looking at it would be like, why are you playing zone <laughs> and <laughs> using a linebacker to cover Chris Godwin? What yeah. Crazy mind is Devondre Campbell being on Chris Godwin. Are you insane? And, and that was the thing. I watched today, too, at lunch. Uh, so, like, if you go to any social media sites, there's a million sites out there. And most of them were ripping Joe Barry's game plan. All of them were saying, you know, this is like quarterbacks, former quarterbacks, former defensive players, you know, who are high-level people looking at it and going, oh, my God. You know, like Kurt Warner was my favorite. Kurt Warner goes, I might come out of retirement just to play against Joe Barry. <laughs> I was just like, wow, that's a pretty uh, <laughs> harsh statement to say you want to come out of retirement because you feel you still can hit throws and you haven't played in two years or longer. Wow. So the whole thing is, I feel really quickly. <laughs> that Matt LaFleur sealed his fate when he rehired him. He could have said, you know what? Things just didn't work out. And uh, with Mike Patton, same thing. Let him go, bring in some guy. But it's too late now. He has sealed his fate. Matt LaFleur knows that if they don't win the next three games and get into the playoffs, it's over. He, he's done. Because why would you keep him? Why wouldn't why would you keep a guy who doesn't do the right thing and say, okay, I'm not gonna fire you, but we're gonna do it this way, like the Eagles are doing? You know, you don't because he's just he's I don't know, there's something going on there. I'm not a fly on the wall, but there's something definitely going on. So I don't Andy, you want to add anything we can get on? Yeah, I mean there's uh John, there's loyalty and then there's stupidity. Yeah, there's stupidity. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, the Eagles make it, made a statement. They're a well-run organization. They're they a well-run organization. And yep. supposedly the Packers are too. But the mm -hmm. Eagles are, are going to the playoffs. They're going to be playing, you know, two, three, maybe four yeah, games. Probably the, they make it yeah, to the Super yeah. Bowl. So yeah. you not only have the three games left in the regular season for them, but you also have several more. So it does actually make sense for them to say, that's enough. Uh, this is inept, yeah. and we need a better uh, right. option, a better yeah. voice. 
Uh, the Packers, as John just stated, you know, we've only got three games left. There is still a good chance we're going to make the playoffs if we win the remaining three games. Uh, does anybody think with the roller coaster that we've been on that that's going to happen? Uh, I will talk about it a little bit later on in the podcast. Yeah. I've got some very good reasoning that we actually might win the last three games. Oh. And if that happens, we have a pretty good chance. You know, it's above 500. I think it's between 60 and 70%, whatever it is, whatever we talked about last sure. time. I'm not going to get into yeah. pro- probability this podcast. Yeah, we did enough yeah, of that yeah, last yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Let's that. just yeah, say we, we need to take care of our business for once business, yeah, and win right. every single game remaining. If we would have won uh-huh. the lo- one last week, which, of course, we didn't, we lost it. We lost it, legitimately lost it. It wasn't the yeah. – can't blame anybody. We lost 34 nope. to 20. Well, uh, we play like crap, <laughs> especially the defense. The defense. And so, horrible. yeah, you know, now it is what it is. If we would have won last week and won the remaining three games, we're in the playoffs. As and of now, now, yeah. now we need a little bit of help, and we put ourselves in that situation. The other sad part is, John, we, we not only put uh, the 49ers in last time that we had <laughs> lost. Yeah. This past week, we put the Cowboys in. The Pirates suck a dud. They sucked uh, uh, against yeah, the Bills. They were offense. Oh, They're offense. Hey, stonk. Really, uh, Mike really McCarthy quick. Stonk. And we really put them in the playoffs done. after they lost. I, uh, I, yeah. Really quick thing. This is why I'm seeing Al Harris for defensive coordinator. I, I said this a million times. Yeah, it was chewing so the guys out on the sideline. Yeah. Yes. So you yeah, saw sorry, that. I got you. Yes, I saw that. No, that's great. That's great. <laughs> so they're down like 24 to 7 or something like that. I, yeah. I can't remember. And Al Harris has all his uh, uh, defensive players around him, and he's just chewing them out. And, you know, he looks passionate. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> like, we have to get him. Like somebody, like, give me the money. I would drive down there tonight and be like, look, you're not, well, you're not going anywhere. You come with me and get in this car. <laughs> of course, I'll be arrested and go to jail, but it's worth it. Um, that's what we need, right? That's yes. what we need. We need to, somebody to, All right. yeah, kick some butt, mm. take no prisoners, yeah. right? Exactly. And the we'll thing talk is, about that later. you know, the thing is, logically, John, you don't have the uh, defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. Dan Quinn is up in the press box. So Correct. somebody has to be on the field uh, being the voice and chewing yeah. somebody's butt out. So why can't it be Al Harris? And Al yeah. Harris had like, it looked like half the team around him. Yeah, he uh, had like half the damn team around him. Yes. And he was just it. It, it was intense. Let's just say that. Yes, it and was very so, intense. Yeah, go that, back and that watch was good that. To see. If you can. Yeah, I yeah, love it. So yeah, we're gonna move on to very interesting 2.0. Second thing, uh, if the Bears hadn't choked away a lead in the Browns <laughs> game and lost 20 to 17, Jen and I were texting back and forth. He's like, "The Bears are gonna win," and I was thinking to myself, "No, it's the Bears." They're going to find a way. Oh, man. The, they, the, yeah, the Packers they really, would have been tied with them at mm, six and eight, but well, of course it's the Bears. The Bears yeah, uh, are now good. in last place in the NFC North <sighs> because now they're five and nine and we're six and eight. 
I Thank watched God. the Bears game against Cleveland in Cleveland. Even more than I watched the Packers game, I hate to admit. Mm. I was going to go yeah, back and forth. You. But actually, I, I kind of enjoyed the other game better. Uh, and the the Bears should have won that game. Uh, they blew they it. Just like they yep. choked away a large lead at the end of the Lions game week 11. Uh, if anybody familiar? wants to look at that, <laughs> it was week 11 against the Lions. Yeah. And they were up big time at the end of the game. We already talked to that, about that on a previous podcast. But yep. but very interesting. The Bears are now in sole possession of last place at 5-9. and nine. Uh, They definitely uh, should be 7-7 seven and seven right now and in the playoff they line. If they would have won those two games when they choked, choked it away to the Lions and to the uh, – the Browns, they would be seven and seven. The point is this. <laughs> okay. I'm getting to it right now. The Bears have been playing better football the last five weeks than we have, the, the Packers have. Damn right they have. If not for those two losses, they would be five and oh during that stretch. Five <sighs> and oh, everybody. The Bears are a better football team than the Packers, especially on defense. I'm telling you, I watched that game. They were creating turnovers. Mm. Flacco turned it over three times, three interceptions. And he was he should have had more than that. And, he, and, you know, he, he fumbles and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, they, they're a better football team than we are, especially yeah. on the defensive yeah. side lately. Uh, the bears D again has been great, especially the last three games played Mm -hmm. with, Mm -hmm. uh, 10 sacks, nine interceptions in three games, nine interceptions, um, one fumble recovery, a touchdown and a 14 point, uh, points allowed per game. Yeah. They've only been given up a couple touchdowns per game. So they've been doing really well. The Packers D on the other hand. Oh has given up 26 points per game. Eight sacks. They have eight sacks the last uh, three games. One interception, three fumble recoveries, and no touchdowns. Uh, yes, Packer Blitz fans, it's not as if the Packers have been playing top three offensive juggernauts. They have not. No. <laughs> no way. In a no. nutshell, the Bears are trending up. And the Packers are trending down lately. And when I say that, John, it really hurts to say that. It really does to my mm-hmm. core. But it's the truth. It's the truth. It's so, the truth, John, any yeah. comment on that? So that was very mm-hmm. interesting. No, you're, you're right on. You're right on. Yep. They have been playing better and, and as, as much as we hate to say it because we hate Bear fans and we hate the Bears. Hey, props. You're playing better than us. They Especially are. on defense. They are on defense. And then the last yeah. one, very interesting, 3.0. Yesterday marked the first time. Oh my god. In Lambeau Field history. Oh my god. That an opposing quarter quarterback, an opposing quarterback had a perfect quarterback rating Jesus. of 158.3 at Lambeau Field again everybody. First time in history. Congratulations, Tampa Bay Bucks quarterback, Tom Brady. No! The GOAT. Shut up! Now, remember, everybody, Tom Brady was the quarterback from 2020 to 2022. This, of course, is 2023. So not. Congratulations, uh, 2023 Buccaneers quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Baker freaking Mayfield completed... 
Uh, 22 of 28 passes for 381 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, That means he had almost as many touchdowns as incompletions. Uh, And here's a quote. Uh, Mayfield became the third player in NFL history. If you can believe this. The third player in NFL history with... 375 passing yards, four touchdowns, and a perfect passer rating. Only the third player in NFL history. Oh, my God. (sighs) By the way, Aaron Charles Rodgers had a perfect passer rating of 158.3 against the Raiders in 2019. So some people Mm -hmm. were thinking... Oh, there had to be yeah, somebody yeah. else. Yes, there was, but he happened to be our quarterback, and that was Thank Aaron Rodgers. Thank you my very boy. much. Yeah, Thank you, my that's awesome. Who else, right? Right. Right, but nobody else besides him and Baker Mayfield. Gosh, and, and you, you're actually I'm putting those two guys in the same sentence. Are you kidding be. me? Exactly. So very interesting, <laughs> with an exclamation point. Here are some other interesting (laughs) facts. These are facts about yesterday's history-making performance by Baker Mayfield at Lambeau Field. Just listen to this. And this proves our point about Joe Barry, by the way. Listen very closely, everybody. Listen. Mayfield's 13.6 yards Mm. per attempt was more than two yards better than any other visiting passer ever. Ever, <laughs> ever, he needed only three quarters to set his season high in passing yards. After completing less than 50% of his passes in back-to-back games, Mayfield completed 78.6% against Green Bay. Now, here's a doozy. Here's a doozy with the Browns. In 2021 and the Rams in 2022, he threw a total of 333 yards and five interceptions Uh. (laughs) in the last two years. Did Joe Barry not game plan? Did Joe Barry look at the game film from the previous two weeks? Did Joe Barry look at Baker Mayfield's horrific tendencies to turn the ball over his entire career? Yeah. Fire Joe Barry. Not happening. Exclamation point. Why not? Not Why not? Mm -hmm. Well, according to Matt LaFleur, in quotes, this is a quote from him, because it's not the time. (laughs) I'm trying to find solutions, and I've got to go back and look at the film. End quote. Well, I've got news for you, Matt LaFleur. I know one current defensive coordinator in the NFL who is not looking at film. Uh, John, any comment on that? We Kyra commented on it. Yep. I, I think uh, here's <laughs> the other thing sure. I want to add. This is the other thing I want to add. And people, I want you to understand this Packer Blitz fans and Packer fans. If we fire Matt LaFleur, he will get a job in a hot second. Okay. He's not going to be out of work long. Somebody will hire him. He has his pick of offensive coordinator, believe it or not. I guarantee you he'll have a job. Snap your fingers, he has a job. Head coach might take a little bit longer. But Joe Barry, do you think 
anyone in their right mind would hire Joe Barry, Andy. Think about that. You, look, would anyone hire him? Anybody. Nobody in their Anybody. right mind would. No. Nobody in their right mind would. Nope. You made Baker May. I, when I was watching the game, I was just, you made Baker Mayfield, who's been, by the way, with three teams in, I think, five years, or four teams. A lot. I don't care. A lot. He's a journeyman. He's, got, he's a journeyman he's now. He's a journeyman quarterback at best. Yes. At best. When I was watching this game, I was thinking, wait a minute, am I like watching college football? Because this is what he did in college. This is what the scout saw in college when he was like at Oklahoma. Yep. He would have games where you'd be like, wow, you know, some great games against like Alabama, uh, uh, Florida State, some other teams, top teams. Okay. But that's college. This is the pros. And he basically made us look like a college team, which again, you, you can't be serious. You can't be looking at the film and going, oh, okay, I get it. And here's the other thing, and maybe you'll mention this later, Andy. He said today that in his why he kept Joe Barry on, he said, well, looks like there was just some poor communication on the field. I'm like, what? <laughs> poor <laughs> communication? Who's in charge that. of that? <laughs> Joe Barry! <laughs> Are you insane? So there's... Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, I don't know, he's riding his ticket out of Green Bay. And, you know, okay, we'll see. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, John, we got a segment at the very end where I'm going yeah, to rant go yeah, for a little yeah. while. And it's called, okay. right at the end of the conclusion, listen up, LaFleur. <laughs> and so hopefully right. Matt LaFleur will listen to this podcast. And if he does... <laughs> Uh, send it to him. Yeah, just send it right, right, go right to the end and then listen up, LaFleur, because I'm about yeah, to tell but... you what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, it. yeah, look forward to that. All right. Game recap. Yeah. So Why? We, we lost uh, 34 20 <laughs> to Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you got to give Baker credit. He had a fantastic game. So, I mean, uh, great job. You know, well, but yeah. was it? Because of his football skill, or was it because <laughs> of our ineptitude on defense? I think, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so some, let's do some quick takeaways because we aren't going to go like into every single score and all that kind of stuff. Nah, if somebody nah, wants nah, to look nah. at the box score, just go for it. You know, get on yeah, your phone, absolutely. look at it. Yep. But I'm going to give you some quick takeaways that actually make sense. So I'm going to go through these things. It's going to tie in with with other teams in the league and whatnot. And I think it's going to be interesting for everybody, hopefully. Uh, but th here's some quick takeaways. Number one, uh, the Packers haven't looked like a football team that wants to go to the playoffs, especially the last two games. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, who were 6-6 six and six just like us two weeks ago, have gone on a heater and beat two really good football teams. The Chiefs in Kansas City, in Kansas City, which is tough to do, by the way, uh, yeah. and the Cowboys in Buffalo. And the Cowboys were playing great. 
uh, the last yeah. couple of weeks. So yeah, number one offense. Uh, remember two weeks ago before the New York Giants game when the Packers were also oh, six and six. Yeah, remember that? Remember back when? Yeah. The difference. Uh, the difference with the Bills was that its head coach Sean McDermott did some major soul searching and changed the direction of his team. He fired the offensive coordinator, outright fired him, and put in a different guy. Wow, John. He fired Hmm. fired the offensive coordinator. He then reinvigorated his Bills defense, his Bills D, that he called the plays for. He calls the plays for them every single game Mm -hmm. and kicked Dallas's butt yesterday. He sure did. They absolutely kicked their butt. Yeah. So, Packers fans, football fans, the Buffalo Bills now sit at 8-6 and six and, in, and in position to potentially win their division over the likes of the Miami Dolphins mm. and or make, make the playoffs. So, they're in a good position. They got a really easy schedule the rest of the way. If they win their remaining three games, they're, they're probably going to be in. Um, so, congratulations to them. They're 8-6. and six. We're not. The Packers, however, again, are uh, now six and eight and in a dire position where they have to win out to realistically have a chance, even a chance to make the playoffs. Unlike Coach McDermott, Matt LaFleur needed to make some tough decisions a long time ago. LaFleur's wait-and-see approach was wrong in 2022, and it continues to be wrong in 2023. John, a comment on that? No, nope, we already talked about it. He, he, I think he's riding his way out of here. And maybe that's what he wants. I don't know. So. so quick takeaway number two from the game. The Packers have regressed back to what they were in October. They have. Yeah. They really have. Young yeah. receivers are running the same routes. For example. Yeah. Dontavian Wicks and Jaden Reed yeah. ran the same route on a third down play. If anybody didn't notice, everybody should have because they were in the wrong spot. They, they, they noticed. Yeah, they noticed. Yeah. The announcers noticed. Everybody yeah, noticed. The everybody noticed. Yeah. Joe Barry uh, keeps failing to put players in a position to succeed. Uh, we already talked about that. According yep. to Wendell Ferreira, and we've used him before, of A to Z Sports. This is a quote from him. Everybody knows that Eric Stotes is not a great zone defender. And that nope. that's how he got beat by Mike Evans in the first touchdown of the game and how he yep. allowed some significant gains for the Bucks offense a couple of times. Yep. The defense, and I added this, especially Eric Stotes, Stokes, is not able to overcome a poor coaching job, though, end quote. John, any comment on that? Well, I will give Eric Stokes one little break. Because okay. remember, he 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 came back, <laughs> and then he pulled a hamstring on special teams, I think against, I can't remember who it was against. So he has really played one game, in almost two years. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you or me, but if I was out for two years yep. and trying to play NFL football, I'm probably going to struggle. 
but that's coaching, right? You're absolutely right. That is coaching. Why to say, start him? Why is he down? out there? Why is he out? Why? There? Right? Why was he yeah, playing exactly. the entire game? Why? Uh, exactly. Put him in here and there. Get him more exactly. acclimated back in. But he looked exactly. bad. He yeah, looked. He looked bad. Horrible. Yeah. And he was, he, he was out of you yes. know everything. He just didn't look like he. Nope. He knew he what he was doing, and he looked like you know. Which is funny. Lost. We'll talk about this. Wandering yeah, around like, the field aimlessly. He, he was. He, yeah. he and you know and that has to do with preparation. That has to do with the coaching staff. That has to do with it's not all on him. But also enough to know that this guy has been out so long that maybe if it's like third, and by the way, there were like a second and twenty-nine that they that the Tampa yes. Bay Buck made yep. it third and, and eighteen. Like, yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that I, I'm not, I'm not justifying with Eric Stokes, but I, I'm giving him a little bit of a pass. Um, next week, he doesn't have no pass. He's a full week again. Yep. He's got to sit his ass down, study film, get in there, put in some extra hours. Hey, if that's what you got to do, buddy, that's what you got to yep. do. But my, my point is, John, it's a crucial game. I mean, they needed to win that game. They have to win the rest of them. Um, And in a crucial game like that, you don't do that. You don't put him in that situation. You're, you're, you know, he's going to (laughs) fail. You're Uh putting, uh you're putting him in a situation where you're, you're right. Yeah. You're setting him up for failure, setting him up for failure. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So the third takeaway I wanted to give everybody about the game, the Packers did not stop any of Tampa Bay's top playmakers on offense. John and I pointed out that you have future Hall of Fame wide receiver Mike Evans, running back Rashad White, and he's probably going to be all pro this year. He's had an excellent year. He really has. And former pro bowler, wide receiver, Chris Godwin, even Godwin, and we really didn't talk about him a whole lot last podcast, but even Godwin, who has had a subpar season so far, yes. went went nuclear oh, with 10 yeah. receptions for 155 yards. On top <sighs> of it all, you made Baker Mayfield look like the second coming of Aaron Rodgers who was unstoppable at Lambeau. Rodgers was unstoppable at Lambeau. He's great at Lambeau. Um, And you made him look like Baker Mayfield or Baker Baker Mayfield looked like him. Yeah, okay. The Packers did just enough on offense to win. Jaden Reed was Jaden Reed. Jay Love played well through, uh, well enough throughout the game. Uh, 29 to 39, 284 yards, two touchdowns. And Aaron Jones was back. However, the Packers starting D was still in New Jersey. New (laughs) Jersey. And decided not to travel back to Wisconsin with the rest of the team. The whole team will be booking plane tickets and vacations for January and February if they don't start showing up on Sunday. Period. John, any comment on that? No, good stuff, buddy. Okay. Good stuff. So we've got, you know, not to be negative the entire podcast. Yeah, we're not not trying to be. We're not trying to be. be. Uh, But we are going (laughs) to talk about some falling stars 
you know, mm -hmm. you know how I like astronomy, but we talked about yes, some supernovas and some black holes, mm -hmm. but there were three falling stars. We already talked a little bit about them, but the number one falling star that I've got uh, was inside linebacker Devondre Campbell. Yeah, uh, no, and I'll take issue with this. I'll take okay. issue with this. Go on. Okay. No, go on. Okay. With your no fault of De Devondre, but Joe Barry uh, had Campbell covering Chris Godwin, just like John had said out of yeah. the slot all day. Uh, that didn't go well. Um, Campbell then needed to probably be benched, uh, period. Mm. And so I'm not talking benched for every single play, but they had to go get into some other uh, defense where they were using more defensive backs, I would guess. And he could not cover... No, uh, Chris Godwin, he just couldn't, no. and it was no. really sad to see. Yeah. It was. He it, was it also. Was. It, he was also one of the guys that blew the coverage during the uh, New York Giants game too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Against Swandale Robinson at the end of the game, where he's like running yes. free across the middle, right. and actually had a chance to intercept that ball if he was in the right position where if he should he was have in been. the right position. Yeah. Correct. So. Um, but uh, yeah, if you if you know if you take offense to it, John, go right ahead. You know, I, I, is a great. I, I don't take offense that, at it. But. I I think this is what should have happened because Mike Patton used to do this, and I don't. What is going on? So Mike Patton used to take Preston Smith and drop him back in coverage against the running back, and I was like, huh. <laughs> And all the all the guy would do, the quarterback, whoever we were playing, as soon as Preston Smith dropped back in coverage, the quarterback would come out of the pocket and then he would hit some big play or throw it over Preston Smith and have the running back go running literally free. And I'm like, when they asked Preston Smith, why are you out in coverage? And he just looked at he just looked at the reporters and said, Ask Mike Patton how to how to Ask him. You can tell, like, he's like, yeah, why am I in coverage? So I don't understand why Devondre Campbell didn't come to, and maybe he did, and come to whoever on the sidelines and say, why am I in coverage? I'm getting killed out there. And, you know, hopefully somebody would have been like, oh, yeah, shoot, yeah, you're right. But yeah, at that point, you was, might as well just blitz him every single down. You, then you might as well blitz him every, <laughs> right. every down, right? Find a opening, find a crack, and find hit it. Find something else. Find, yep. say, Do a delayed okay, blitz where you look yeah, like you're okay, covering yeah. Godwin, then bam! Right. right. And if you're going to do that, here's just a really stupid idea. <laughs> I can be stupid, too, like Joe Barry. Why don't you take Lucas Van Ness and put him out there? He's like 6'7". <laughs> yeah. Good Put him out there. Yeah. If, if you're going to do it, if you're going to screw up, screw up royally. <laughs> uh, Lucas Van Ness on his ass. Yep. And you'd get the same damn, maybe worse, but you'd get the same damn answer and the same damn thing would have happened. Yep. So I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. And Devondre, <laughs> you, know, you know, when he was in the slot, okay, he should have yeah. been... I know he was in zone coverage, but he needed to he needed to just go up there and just smack him in the mouth a couple Absolutely. times. Knock him yeah. off his route. Yeah. Because on those type of plays, that's all timing. 
Right. You got to disrupt the timing. Right. So at some point, Devondre should have said, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm yeah, going I'm to smack, smack him. Chris Godwin I'm every chance I get. Yeah. Absolutely. Take the five, within take the five, five yards. Or within five yards, you're fine. Or within five yards, yeah. you're absolutely right. You're fine. Come up and give him, give him a shoulder. Smack right? him give him in a the shoulder, mouth. Right. 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 Smack right. him one. Yep. So when he's coming coming to that, he's going to go in the huddle and he's going to go, hey, uh, Baker, don't throw it to me <laughs> because Devondre Campbell, when I run in the middle in the slot, he's smacking me in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's old, he, that will get old that, in a hurry. Yeah, I was right? watching the uh, Eagles ah. game to start uh, this tonight because we came on a little yeah, bit yeah. later than usual. And one of the offensive yeah. linemen for the Eagles had his face mask ripped off of his helmet. Ooh. Absolutely ripped Whoa. off. So he had to go Damn. out for a play. They had to get him a brand new helmet because somebody ripped the whole thing off. It was just hanging Whoa. on by a thread. So Yikes. that's what we needed to happen. Uh, Chris we've Godwin. talked about that, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. Take, take. Yeah. Little hands to the face or something. Whatever. Little hands to the face take is okay. Think that he's not going to get off the line of scrimmage yeah, you're not gonna, with yeah, free reign to do whatever he wants. Absolutely. After absolutely. like the eighth or ninth catch, uh, yeah, you know, on. they should have been doing that a long time ago. He had long 10 catches on the day. I'm gonna, right. I'm going to be physical right. with you. Right. Right. Yeah, the second okay. falling star we already talked yeah. about was cornerback no, Eric Coates. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd only played a few games all year, John. Yeah, that you start, okay. you yeah. start him right away, and you let him play the entire game. That made no sense, was, and yeah. he got scorched all day. That's right. He got scorched. Uh, the yeah. third falling star mm-hmm. is wide receiver Man, Romeo sucks. Dobbs, and I, I have to say something on this. He had yeah, three catches on three targets, mm-hmm. fine for thirty mm-hmm. yards. So he made all of his catches. Considering, though, uh, he is in his second year, he should not be outplayed by any of these Packers wide receivers, Mm -hmm. not named Christian Watson. That I can understand. Yeah, He has been outplayed by the rookies this year. He has. He has played in every game this year and started every game, uh, yet he has 52 receptions. Uh, for 567 yards, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, he's you one of your starters, more. and yeah. that ain't good enough. Yeah, All I'm gonna say, especially he, with Christian Watson being out so much, we really yeah. needed him to step up. He does have seven touchdowns on the year, so mm-hmm. again, he's right, produced that you. way. So that's great job, Romeo. But yeah, I think you know if. It, just me so, expecting a little bit more than that. So he, he reminds me of a guy that unless you're a true Packer fan and Andy, I don't know if you'll remember this guy at all. Uh, back in the late nineties, early two thousands, a guy named Derek Mays. The guy, does that ring a bell at all? Probably not. No. <laughs> okay. Doesn't. So Derek Mays was the prototypical receiver that we needed. We got him in the third, fourth round, something like that. Oh, is that, that the one that got hurt? Correct. Okay, I just Correct. stole your thunder. Sorry. I think I no, remember no, no. now. No, so he would have games because he's prototypical. 6'3", 225, uh, 4'4", speed. Uh, I think he was out of Notre Dame. I'll, we can look that up later. It's not a big deal. Anyway, 
he would have games. He played with mostly Brett Favre near the end of his career. And he'd have games where you're like, oh, okay, wow, all right. You know, and he'd be opposite of Donald Driver. And he just when Jordy Nelson and Greg Jennings were coming in, and but then he just didn't have the juice. It, it was just like Romeo Dobbs. It's just, yeah, he had some touchdowns and yeah, he had pretty good catches and yeah, he did this. But as soon as Greg Jennings and Jordy Nelson came in, he was done gone see ya never heard from again and i'm worried romeo dobbs is gonna fall under that because we have to get another receiver again unfortunately uh because christian watson is injury liability (laughs) at best yeah romeo dobbs we just talked about so that means you got the Dontania, Dontavian wicks that's right we have three (laughs) rising stars don't we john we do one of them yeah we need a guy, right? We yeah. need the guy. A stud. And we thought Christian a number Watson one wide receiver. You need right? a we number one Christian and a number two. Jaden Reed might be him. a number number two, maybe. Jaden Reed. I hope I, he's he's worrying fantastic. me. He's amazing. But if you watch during the game, what happened, Andy? Got hurt. He got hit in the ribs, and he went to the sideline, grabbed yeah. his ribs, then he came out. Then he's hopping on one leg, hurt his ankle. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, is this guy the second coming to Christian Watson? He's gonna be hurt all the time. But I don't think he, he had a single there. running play for him either, unlike nope. last nope. game nope. or previous game. So there must have been something else going on that they didn't yeah. even give him a run because they were using well, it could have been because uh they had Jones back, Aaron Jones back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But so let's go into three rising stars because yep. that goes well, right into it. Yeah, and so you already we already talked about Dontavian Wicks. He had six receptions for 97 yep. yards. Uh, he good. didn't do too well against the Giants, but he had done well the last several games. So I just wanted to give a shout out to him. Uh, he's actually uh, my Packers Blitz player of the game, uh, Dontavian Wicks, on offense oh, at least. Uh, Tucker Craft, four receptions, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Playing really well. Thank you, Tucker, for stepping up. Uh, that third round curse. Uh, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, that's gone. We don't have a third round curse. He's been doing awesome. And then, then Jaden Reed, he had six receptions, just like Dontavian did for 52 yards and a touchdown. So again, Jaden stepped up. So three Packers rising stars. So again, I've got for my Packers blitz player of the game on offense, Dontavian Wicks. That's basically because we recognized, uh, Tucker craft and, uh, Jaden Reed last week. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I, I really think uh, that Dontavian Wicks uh, should be our Packers blitz player of the game this week. So recognize him a little bit. On defense, I've got Jonathan Owens. Uh, mm. Got a couple guys. Jonathan Owens, he had 11 tackles. Uh, at least somebody had some. He led the team in tackles, John, 11 of them. So got to give crazy. I know. So he had done that a few games ago where I think he had 12 in one game. Uh, And then Kenny Clark, uh, defensive tackle Kenny Clark, uh, had a couple sacks. Uh, He's got six and a half sacks on the year, uh, which actually for him is quite a bit. That actually might be the most he's ever had or close to it. And he had one pass defense. So he must have knocked a pass down or did something in in coverage. So, um, you know, he led the team in sacks that game. They did sack... uh, uh, Baker Mayfield five times, 
but it should, didn't no. really affect the outcome of the game though. No. And so Kenny Clark again had a couple sacks and, you know, he, he has been stepping up and uh, I know I bash him a little bit, but he has been playing pretty well. So I just wanted to recognize him. So that's who I've got, John, who do you have for, so I, I was going to say Tucker Craft again, but you're right. Yep. We already praised him. So I'm going to go with Wicks. You're absolutely right. I, okay. I think he's done an amazing job. Uh, and then Jonathan Owens, absolutely Kenny Clark. But I want to say something. Where are you, Rashawn Gary? Yeah, <laughs> where he had you gone? one tackle. That was it. Where where have you gone, Rashawn Gary? Yeah. Please tell me. Please. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know to tell just, you. just fade away. Did you see, just by the way, away. did you see the picture of Rashawn Gary after the game? He's just sitting on the bench all alone, just uh-huh. like staring straight ahead, like like a little kid who lost the championship football game. Okay. He's just sure. sitting there by himself. Yeah. Just just staring at straight ahead. Just like, <laughs> what happened? What's going on? And he is our MVP still. Uh, he is. Still our MVP. I don't care what people say. Yeah, he's a difference he bleeds, maker. He bleeds green and gold. Game wrecker. Yeah. He bleeds green and gold. All yep. right. So let's do Ask Andy. <laughs> so question one we I'll really need some you little... theme music john we really need some <laughs> theme music because i'm gonna work on that in the holidays here i'm gonna yeah. put something together for you buddy okay um <laughs> all right so ask andy so andy uh we need a new defensive coordinator we already say about that <laughs> come on we have yeah. 40 minutes you know yep. anyway Andy, what would be some of your ideal traits or qualities that you would like to see in the new Packers defensive coordinator? <laughs> uh, we we really need a defensive coordinator, John. I will agree yes, with do. you on that. Yeah. Um, you know, my ideal prototypical defensive coordinator would be extremely aggressive. Mm-hmm. He is extremely aggressive. Blitz blitz and more blitzes hit the quarterback and often Mm -hmm. Uh, my ideal uh, defensive coordinator uh, teaches small smart fundamentals good technique set the edge stay in your run lanes tackle the right way get the ball carrier on the ground no missed tackles so he teaches smart fundamentals Uh, he is tough and hard-nosed like the line from the immortal rodney dangerfield movie from rodney dangerfield in the 1986 movie back to school and this is a quote from rodney i love this i don't take shit from no one yeah so i want somebody that is tough and hard-nosed i love that movie john everybody you you need especially people in wisconsin that was partially filmed at uw madison at university of wisconsin madison right and everybody needs to see that movie it's a great movie really really funny also very touching about a relationship between his father and his son a little bit messed up but it's a great movie and roddy dangerfield is great in it there's a whole bunch of great uh, Robert Downey Jr. is even in it. I yes, believe. a young Robert Downey. Yes, Jr. correct. Okay. Um, 
And then I want the Packers to hire somebody, uh, someone like uh, D'Amico Ryans, Mm. who is now head coach of the Houston Texans and a former defensive coordinator himself and a defensive guru with his starting quarterback and his two starting wide receivers out. He found a way to will his team to a 19-16 victory over the Tennessee Titans. By the way, the Titans had just beat the Miami Dolphins on Monday night. The Miami Dolphins. His Texas defense held the Titans to 66 yards, John, rushing, and 204 total yards. And that's what I'm talking about, John. Running Mm. back Derrick Henry, it's Derrick frickin' Henry, had 16 Mm. rushing attempts for nine yards. Wow. Nine yards. He didn't even average one yard a carry. Wow. The Texans sacked the quarterback, John, seven times. Mm. That's what I want. A defensive yep. coordinator that can stop the run and pressure the quarterback relentlessly. So that's who I want. Somebody like a D'Amico Ryans. Of course, he's not available. He's coaching the Texans right now. Mm-hmm. But that's does that answer that question? Hopefully. Yeah, yes, it does. But I'm looking, so that's much. what I'm looking for. John, do you have anything to add? Any qualities that you might like? Or no, I, I've already told you. New, I've already new. told you. Uh, I want Al Harris is the fire. I mean, he looks fired up. He, Rage. he doesn't. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's out there when they're losing to the Bills, getting crushed. And he's out there pointing to each man and saying, man up and get out there. And, you know, when everyone could quit, you could quit. You know, you're like, well, we're done. You know, we're never going to win this game. So I'm just going to quit. And he's like in their face. So I would love that. And I would like Lex Luthor look alike Robert Sala because he's going to get fired from the Jets. You can't keep him. He's had two losing seasons. Is the whole organization is a mess. You know, Aaron Rodgers, my boy, if he comes back next year, God bless him. But you're walking into a tiger's den or lion's den, I should say. And uh, I don't know, man. You might as well take the money and run. But anyway, next question. Yeah, the next oh. two questions actually are from my oldest son, Zach. Yay, so, so I'll read those. So he added these uh, in for us in Ask Andy. So. All right, Zach. Have the Packers ever had a great defensive coordinator? And will they, again, we'll get another one in the future. So two back-to-back defensive coordinator questions. Yes, they've had a great defensive coordinator. Coordinator uh, Fritz Shermer was awesome. Yes, he he was. was the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator from 1994 to 1998. He was the winning defensive coordinator in Super Bowl 31 following the 1996 season. Very interesting. Fritz Schirmer was the author of several books about defense, including a book titled Coaching Team Defense from 1989. So coaching team. Give that one to Joe Barry. (laughs) <laughs> he actually wrote several books. That was just one of them I cited. So yeah. an article from the New York Times on August 31st, 1999. Unfortunately, Fritz died on August 30th. So on August 31st of 1999, remembered his legacy and was titled Fritz Schirmer, 67, 
a coach of innovative NFL defenses, end quote. What else is there to say? Rest in peace, Fritz. Packers Nation loves you. Uh, I strongly believe um, that uh, if the Packers front office does their due diligence, uh, then they will be able to get somebody like like a guy like Fritz Shermer, hire a defensive mm-hmm. guru, a savant, um, somebody uh, like Fritz uh, sometime in my lifetime. At, at my present rate of decline, that means in the next you know 20 to 30 years. <laughs> um, so that's my answer to that question, Zach, in Ask Andy. So, John, you want to add anything on that, or we're going to move on nope. to question number three? Move on to question that's three. That's from Zach as well. And it was pretty Here we simple. go. We've we've been yeah. we've been going to this question constantly. Right. It's been up and down. Yeah. He Will asked the Packers it, make the playoffs? Yeah. Will the Packers make the playoffs? Yes. I am hopeful they will make the playoffs. They will beat the Panthers this weekend. They already lost to the Vikings this year at Lambeau. However, we normally split the two games against them. Packers win that game at U.S. Bank Stadium then. Uh, And then in the last game of the season, right at the end, the Packers play the Bears at Lambeau. That's the one I'm worried about. If we had Rodgers, then we would win that game. If uh, J-Love is anything like Rodgers, then we will win that game as well because Mm -hmm. usually we sweep the Bears. (laughs) Then yeah. Rodgers sweeps the Bears, right? Yeah. Then the Packers end the season above 500 at nine and eight and make the playoffs barely. So I think yes, they they definitely can make the playoffs. I'm worried about that last mm-hmm. game though. So they could end up yeah. exactly like they were last year, John, lose the last oh game God. of the season and miss the playoffs and be eight and nine. You, it's you a distinct yeah, possibility. Yeah, um, I hate to say happen. it. You know, right. when, when have they strung together three games? You know, not too often. Mm-hmm. We did it uh, to go from often. three, six, three and six to yeah, six and six. So they, yeah, they usually, have to do it again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they had this little lull the last two games. They got to come back. So, John, you want to take part five? Yes, I'm going to take part five. Okay. So you can do the conclusion and rest your voice a little bit. Sounds good. Uh, so <clears throat> here we go, folks. Week 16. The six and eight Packers versus the two and twelve Panthers. Uh, it's on Sunday, Christmas Eve at noon. I know Christmas on Monday is screwed up, but whatever. Oh boy, here we go again. Packers by four and a half. By the way, we were three and a half favorites last week. Over <laughs> under thirty six point five points. Uh, uh, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Okay, the Carolina Panthers. Listen to me, folks, and this is true. <laughs> they are the worst team in the NFL. Yes. They're horrible. <laughs> now, New England Patriots are close, but they played the Chiefs pretty well on Sunday. They didn't, you yeah. know, they still lost, but they still played the Chiefs yep. pretty damn well. Yep. The Arizona Card- Cardinals, they are bad, too. Uh, both records are 3-11. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Cardinals at least look like they're trying and they're just not that good because they have no quarterback. They have really no offensive line and going on and down the line. So Bryce Young, 
By the way, I just wanted to say something I said earlier. If we make Bryce Young look like Steve Young, <laughs> and if yeah. you know who Steve Young is, Packer Blitz fans, Packer fans, you should know him because he was the thorn in our side when we used to play the 49ers constantly, it seemed like, in the NFL divisional playoffs. So Bryce Young was the number, pick, number one pick in the 2023 draft. Uh, he's from Alabama, by the way. Uh, you know, you think he would have a better passer rating. It's okay. It's 72.2. Uh, he only has a 59 completion rate, nine TDs and nine interceptions. He he is not good. He has absolutely no offensive weapons except for Adam Thielen. Yes. Yeah. That Adam Thielen, that pain in the neck. Right. Who used to just piss us off. When yep. we played Minnesota, we'd be like third and 12. Here comes Adam Thielen. Her cousin hits him for uh, first down. And you're like, how did the hell did that guy get open? But here's the thing. They do have a running back. Oh, boy. Mm. Chuba. Chuba, I think. He, but it's weird. Chuba, Chuba, whatever. I'm calling Chuba. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, 741 rushing yards, four TDs, 3.9. He will look like. Freaking Barry Sanders out there. Yeah. If, if we keep playing the way we have, he does have 32 catches, 109 yards receiving. So, again, not bad. It's pretty average, you know, but he's still a threat. Adam Thielen already talked about. He has 89 receptions, 870 yards, and four touchdowns. He's just a pain in the neck. He's like a mosquito and a fly buzzing around you. He's a good player. I shouldn't pick yeah. on him that much. John, but- I, will, I will add Adam Thielen was great. Absolutely great. One of the top three wide receivers in the early part of the year, the first, yeah. you know, maybe four or five games. But after that, he has not been good. He's been kind of slowly tapering off. That's what happens with older wide receivers as the yeah. season he's, goes he's, on, anyway. Yeah, but, you just, yeah. but really good. But look stat. out. Look out. You can't. I'm begging you, Joe Barry. I'm begging you <laughs> to not put Devondre Campbell and Adam Thielen uh, if he's in that slot. If you do that, I swear to God, I'm driving to Carolina and kicking your ass. <laughs> okay. okay. So fair enough. The Packers, the Packers offense. Oh, excuse me. The Panthers. This sounds like us. The Panthers offense. Excuse me. Is 29th in scoring at 14 points, 14.7 points per game. If you watch the Atlanta, Carolina game, God bless you, <laughs> because I wouldn't have made it. Uh, that was a horrible game between two horrible teams. Uh, and they, uh, I don't know. Anyway, they're 30th in yards per game, 29th in passing yards per game, 17th in rushing per game. Oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. And what would the pa- Panthers excel, and this is insane to me, Yes, is kind of possession. Mm-hmm. They rank sixth. Yes. So, in other words, they don't score a lot of points. Nope. They do okay with rushing. They're middle of the pack. Yep. But they keep the ball really long. <laughs> yes. So explain that. They can't score, but they keep the ball long. So, right. okay. I don't know what to say about yeah, that one. It's like keep away. Crazy. Yeah, it's like keep away. Yep. And that's what you can do to the Packers because, you know, anyway. Linebacker Frankie Lavoo has 104 tackles and four and a half sacks. Okay. Outside linebacker Brian Burns. I like him. Uh, I wanted the Packers to get him in a trade. That never happened, obviously. Uh, he has six sacks. He's a good player. You gotta work out, you gotta look out for him. Uh, defensive tackle Derek Brown has 79 tackles. 
He has an interception too. Interesting. Yeah, he does. The oh boy, the Panthers. This is setting us up so bad. Yeah. The Panthers D is thirty second, dead last in sacks. Yep. Twenty ninth in points allowed per game. So this is all the recipe. Before I get into Packers stuff. Yep. All the recipe for Jordan Love to go off, mm-hmm. right? To have four Maybe. touchdowns. <laughs> Aaron Jones have his first 100-yard rushing game since like week one or whatever the hell he had it or close to it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But here's the thing. How are we going to win this? And here's the problem. <laughs> okay, Jordan Love should have plenty of time to throw the ball downfield, okay? Okay, so that's your first thing. Problem is, Jordan Love, as we know, Packer Blitz fans, and Andy and I watch the games. Yeah. Eh, getting that ball downfield could be problems. And Carolina, around this time, has weird weather. Uh, in the Atlanta-Carolina game, it was a downpour of rain. And when mm-hmm. I say downpour, it's a downpour. I mean, it's in the south, and they just get crazy amounts of rain. Yep. So the Packers offense should score some points. Absolutely. This is yep. a game where Jordan Love should throw for over 300 yards, have a great quarterback rating, four touchdowns easily. But here's the thing. The Packers defense needs to stop the Panthers ground game because that's what they're going to do to win the time of possession. Yeah. Uh, and guess who can't stop the ground game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, look at our stats. We've been through it a million times. It's insane. So like the immortal words of <laughs> Al Davis of the o- yeah. Oakland Raiders. It's so weird. Not Las Vegas Raiders when the Oakland Raiders. Oakland, Oakland Raiders, yeah. Al Davis, just win, baby. Yeah, exactly. Do. I agree. And that's right. what the Packers are going to do. Uh you know, we I've been horrible. This is five weeks in a row I've been wrong, so I'm right at 500 now. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm picking the Packers to win. I gotta. I mean, the Panthers are two and 12. Come on, if we're gonna win any game, we better win this one. And yeah. so yeah. I got the Packers winning 26 to 17. So, John, you've yeah. been shying away from making a prediction, but that's uh, I just can't. I just can't. I can't. Okay, I can't. it's fine. <laughs> but here, but this is what I'm gonna say. This is what's gonna happen. Just because I've been watching football since I've been a little shaver, me uh, uh, high to a cricket. Um, here's what's going to happen, Andy. I'll guarantee you. Okay. The Panthers will take the ball down, and they will score, and they will have a uh, be up by like five points or something like that in the fourth quarter. Then what's going to happen is the Packers will win. They will score a touchdown and win by like yeah, I'd say two, three points, whatever. It doesn't matter. And the only reason we're going to do that is because there's going to be some stupid penalty caught by these stinking refs that's going to give us a break. And Andy and I will be on, I guarantee you this, Andy and I will be on the next week's show and say, well, (laughs) we got lucky. There'll be a roughing the passer. There'll be a holding because they're a bad team. They will do something stupid in order to get us a first down. And then we will score. We will go ahead and then win it by the you know seat of our pants or whatever you want to say. And Andy and I would be like, what? <laughs> we should have won this. Like, you know, 31-17, 26-17, but we won it 23-21. You mark my words. So that's all I have to say. 
let's get to part six. Uh, wrapping up here, Andy, uh, LaFleur. Hey, let's give him a call. Let's see if we can get, a, get him on here. So you listen to this. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. So here's another classic uh, line from Thornton Mellon, uh, played by uh, Rodney Dangerfield in the movie Back to School. And again, everybody should watch this movie. Again, it's about a, a earthly self-made man, Rodney Dangerfield, that joins his son at college. It's really funny and it's really, really good. Uh, so here's a quote from Rodney Dangerfield. Thornton Mellon in the movie, the awesome movie, Back to School. Here we go. Hold it. That's it. I can't take no more. I feel like I just gave birth to an accountant. I don't take shit from no one, end quote. And that's a great line from the comedy, John Thornton Mellon. Uh, and in back to school, the movie. So, um, so that leads me into listen up LaFleur. Okay. Well, before John and I leave tonight, we have something to say to Matt LaFleur. Listen up, Matt. Listen up. The glorious Green Bay Packers football team's playoff hopes are hanging in the balance. Do something. Make a change on defense. What are you waiting for? Just like in 2022, the Packers had a chance to make the playoffs and blew it. You blew it, LaFleur. Change. Listen up, LaFleur. Otherwise, 2023 is going to end the same way that 2022 ended up with the Packers with zero chance of winning the Super Bowl. The storied Packers franchise is about winning. The storied Packers fran fo uh, franchise, football franchise, is all about winning Super Bowls. You have to win all three remaining games to be in the NFC playoffs. Listen up, LaFleur. Look at yourself in the mirror and make a change. John, that's my yeah. listen up, LaFleur. Got anything to add on that one? Uh, I love it. Yes. Uh Again, I just think LaFleur, remember when we said he's kind of uh, not drowning, but he's kind of over his head, right? Remember when we were saying that in some of the episodes here? If you go back and listen to some of the episodes when they were three and six, Andy and I were saying, well, okay, they got injuries. They got stupid Joe Barry. But he just seems over his head. And, and then when he got out of it and when Andy and I were excited, about when they were going and they the six and six, we're like, okay, maybe he's getting it. This looks really good. It's from the first game. Okay. But for some strange reason, LaFleur, after his, and again, look at this. It's on social media. Cameras are everywhere. After the game was over, they had a close-up on LaFleur's face. And usually the coaches will be like, you know, they're kind of, you know, if they win or lose, whatever. And he just stood there, like vexed. And oh, that's a good word, right, Andy? Vexed. Vexed. So vexed yep. is mean if mm. you're confused, if you're like, um, I guess basically uh, don't uh, you just don't really understand what's going on. You're kind of like you're mad, but you're also confused. 
And that's the way he looked. So I'm like, you're right, LaFleur. Hey, buddy, you got everything's in the past now. You have three games to win. One game at home against the Bears. You have one game against the one of the worst football teams in the NFL. And then you got your heated rival against, you know, on that, I think it's Sunday night again. Oh, my God. The heated rival to play a third string quarterback and God help us because we know third string quarterbacks and Joe Barry's defense, but you have to do something. Otherwise, you're out. And, you know, like I said, you'll get a job. That's fine, but you'll regret it. You will regret leaving Green Bay and putting us in this mess. You will regret it because wherever you go and wherever you are, people will always let you know how bad you screwed up. So, again, that's where Packer fans, you know, were very understanding, very uh, nice fans. But when you start to mess with us, that is not a good thing. You do not mess with the bull because you get the horns. And that's where Packer fans will come at you. Yeah, that's, you know, John, it's it's the mounting losses. It's the listening to LaFleur's press conferences and speaking. And that's why I use the line from back to school. It's like, you know, that's it. I can't take it no more. Right. That's yeah. why I feel like I just gave birth. And, uh, you know, so it's just like, it's just uh, one of those situations where it just, you, it's getting very, very frustrating because it's yeah. kind of like the same thing, the same broken record, over right? Over. over and yep. over and over yeah, again. Yeah. And again, uh, you may yeah. be loyal, but don't be stupid. Yeah, you can't um, be stupid. Yeah. Can't be stupid about things. And so nope. at some point you yeah. gotta make a change and you gotta move gotta on. Make a change. Yep. And Absolutely. uh again, LaFleur's gotta do some things also on offense to create plays yeah. and make things sure happen. Um, yeah. and that ain't happening either. So, you know, yeah. we need to win these this next three week. games. So you gotta this, this is, is where week. he's either gonna shine or he's gonna he's you know, gonna be out the door. Land you know, fall flat on his face, but one of the yeah. two. And we will, we will be so back to us, that. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> listen we'll up. get it to you, buddy. Yeah. So speaking of moving on, uh, Andy and I want to say uh, Merry Christmas and a happy holidays to you. We will not be back on Monday. Why we won't be back on Monday? Because it's Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> and Andy and I obviously will be with family and you should be too. You know, this is one, hey, one night a year, just get with your family and put everything behind you and have some fun, you know? Then you can be pissed at them over New Year's and don't show up and go get drunk somewhere. But yep. be safe. Uh, yep. So anyway, again, rate us five stars, like and subscribe, listen to us on YouTube. Please send questions for Andy. I'm asking again. It is PackersBlitz80 at gmail.com. I will put the email in our show notes so you can click on it and send andy a question again make it a good question if you're frustrated that's fine uh that andy will (laughs) definitely answer that and we will definitely answer that question but also remember too you know when you're listening to us if you have any comments you want to put in you know uh to spotify wherever you listen to us that'd be great so Andy, another great show, and go Pack Go. And Merry Christmas to everybody. You too, John. Yeah, buddy. I will talk to you later. Go Pack Go. Love you.